0: Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Adulting Unscripted. Here is your breakdown. As you know, or you should know, We like to start every episode with our highs and our lows.
1: The company I work for, they're kind of like, they have clients, right? Like kind of how you have different customers Mm -hmm. that like you're their source. Yeah. So they kind of have different clients. And so these clients, so like these major companies will go to them Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, like, can you staff this for us?
0: Oh, you know what? This reminds me of the other jobs that I had done before, like the roadside assistance job and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you now.
1: And this week, me and Lady Q are going to talk about the benefits of taking
0: risks. Just to the point where I'm like, I'm 30, okay? I ain't going to do nothing but get older. Yeah. So if I want, and now is the perfect time. Everyone always says that. Now is the perfect time. You're not married. You don't have any kids, which is true. So if I'm going to make any sort of major life change, if I'm going to try and shake shit up and be that boss badass bitch that say I want to be, then now is the time to do it. Yeah. I've got to just kind of like stop bullshitting, and stop putting excuses, stop saying I'm tired and just go. You don't want to miss it. Here it comes.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Adulting Unscripted, where we are always unscripted.
0: A bit unconventional.
1: But mostly unbothered. As always, I'm your boy Sam.
0: And I'm your girl Lady Q.
1: So yeah, what's been up, Lady Q?
0: I mean, you know, just been out here living life, trying to get through and push through to a better life, you know?
1: Okay, aren't we all, to be <laughs> honest? I'm um, trying to do the same. Yeah. Highs and lows. Do you want me to start or do you want to start?
0: Um, I'll start. Okay. Okay. So I will start. Um, I will say that my high is that I'm getting ready to go to Minneapolis in like a two weeks, I'll say. Um, one of my customers invited me to go. I've never been there. Okay. Um so I'm excited to go to a new place, see what they have there to offer, look mm-hmm. at some local attractions and just get a chance to, you know, see something different. So I'm excited about that to get a chance to explore.
1: Are they known for anything food wise? Do you know?
0: I don't know. I don't know any food. Like when I think of Minneapolis, my mind draws a big blank. (laughs) because I don't think I know anything about it. You know,
1: the only thing I know is that Prince is from there. Mm -hmm. And I know that Lizzo spent a lot of time there too. Like, I think she's like, Kind of like a dual, what do you call it? Like almost like dual citizenship. Like she claims Minneapolis, but she also claims Houston because oh, okay. she spent
0: like time I didn't in know both. That. Yeah. And see, I feel like the only thing I really know about Minneapolis comes from that Carrie Washington show, Unprisoned, because it's based in Minneapolis.
1: Okay, so yeah, I've never even know- heard of that show.
0: Oh well, it's on Hulu. In case you guys haven't heard of it, it's called Unprisoned. It's got Carrie Washington and another very well-known actor who I should probably know his name, but I do not. Okay. Um. So it's it's a really good show and it's based in minneapolis so i just kind of like try and watch it and see what be going on there
1: (laughs) okay wonderful love that so yeah
0: that's my high so we're getting flued out yeah it's getting flued out period um and then for my low so i know i know sam you know this but the listeners probably don't i've had a lot of death recently in my family so like you know i went to that Mm -hmm. funeral a couple weeks ago i actually just had another family member die and his funeral was yesterday oh my god um so it was just kind of like back to back we've just had a lot of death happening in the family um
1: yeah and it's
0: you know it's a lot and Mm. i know my mom is starting to feel i don't know weird about it because i feel like now the people that are passing away are getting closer to her age and she's like i don't really feel that old i'm like you're not that old yeah there are different circumstances, which is why what's happening to them happened to them. But like you're not that old, so don't you know it's just getting and, hurt yeah, in a don't weird internalize place. It yeah. So in that way. Yeah. Um that's just it's weird and tricky and, and yeah. yeah. I'm
1: so sorry to hear that. How are you yeah. like you holding up?
0: Um it's weird. I I feel like I don't really feel, it doesn't really feel real. It never really feels real. Like even when I learned out about the other family member that had passed away, when I heard about it, I didn't like cry or anything. I wasn't really overly emotional, even though it's like, this is somebody that I know. Those of you who know me personally know that I'm actually really bad about like, (laughs) about knowing family's names and like how we're related and things like that. I'm not great at that, but it's like, I, I know who you are. I know that we are related and I know that I've spent a large majority of my childhood around you. So it's not like you're some distant relative I don't know about, right? You're actually someone that I'm like, oh, wait, I knew her. We, we, I I knew her, but I still, I just didn't, I didn't cry. I didn't feel sad. I just, it didn't, it just kind of didn't feel like real life until I was actually at the funeral. That's when I was like, oh no, this is real life. Like it you know, and then the emotions kind of wash over you and you're like, oh my God, like this is just. A lot. Funerals
1: are so heavy because it's like it it solidifies that this yeah. is really happening and that it really did happen. Yeah. And then also like like you said, the emotion washes over you, and then you're in a room full of other people yep. with who are also being mm-hmm. you know washed up with that same emotion until it like magnifies it. Yeah. Funerals are really really hard. I, I I I hate when I have to go to one.
0: Yeah. And honestly, that's why we didn't go to this one that was just yesterday because we were like, honestly, we just went there yeah. for another one yeah. like like two weeks ago. We Mm -hmm. just went and it just seems like it was back to back. But I did learn that they're going to have another like celebration of life for him a few weeks from now, which I think we will attend because, you know, it gives us a little bit of time to kind of process everything and and still have to go through this. So, uh, yeah, that's been that's been tough for sure. Um, And again, it doesn't feel real. His death doesn't feel real. And I'm sure it probably won't until I'm at that celebration of life where I'll probably break down again. But yeah, that's Mm -hmm. definitely been the low for me.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Mm.
0: So, what about you? What are your highs? What are your lows?
1: Um, so my high is that I got a work from home job as you know. Hey. But I was seasonal. Um, but my contract ended with mm-hmm. or that assignment, I shouldn't say my contract cuz I'm like not an independent worker, but my like term that I was scheduled for ended and it was for taxes. And so basically, it's kind of like, you'll be working from this day, to this day, um, allegedly. <laughs> You're like, you know, your schedule could kind of change, like your end date could change, mm-hmm. you know, because I, we have a, they have a period called ramp down season. Mm. So it's like, as we're ramping down, like we're approaching the deadline, that's like our most busy time because people are, everyone's calling last minute. Yeah. But um, once we like hit that deadline, then we approach ramp down. And so... I was just kind of nervous because I'm like, okay, like I know going into this that it's seasonal. And they did say a bunch of times that the company that, I, um, that I'm that i hired for, they'll do their best to get you another assignment as long as you do a good job. Mm-hmm. And like I would read my surveys and like I got really, really good reviews. And the only like zero I got on my customer service survey was The he types it out but basically he was just mad about the products like had nothing to do with me Mm, you know what I mean Yeah. so outside of that the lowest score I got was like a 7 and literally every other other score I got from the people who did them were 10s so nice yeah so I was like pretty confident but you just don't know until you know yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I got an email from this lady saying that she wanted me to work for a different assignment that would be permanent not seasonal yes and so i was like okay cool so i like you know reached out did all the stuff i was supposed to do filled out whatever paperwork Mm -hmm. and stuff and um then i went to like a little like interest kind of thing i guess you could say it's basically for me to like verbally approve the offer like we go into like a zoom meeting um and they just break down what it is we're gonna be doing Mm -hmm. and it's like if if you guys accept this like you need to fill out this form and send it to me type of thing Mm um so yeah i did that and then um yeah that went smoothly so that was nice that was good that's just not having to worry about that was nice.
0: I bet. Yeah, like a like a weight off, having mm-hmm. to try and find a job.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was my high. For my low, also, it was just so crazy to me. And I don't think I'm, like, technically supposed to say this, but, like, when we were doing, like, the when I was on the tax assignment and I would be, like, talking to customers who were asking me things, like girl, I don't even file my own taxes. My mama still does it. So I was just like, I'm so unqualified. But the good news is that like, we're on the phone. But I mean, they kind of can see me depending Mm -hmm. on if I'm like, if I can screen share with them, then that means like, I see their screen. And then if I'm screen sharing, which you're supposed to suggest for every call, then that means they can see me. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, most of them didn't know. And honestly, I would just type their, whatever their question was, I would just type it in on google and put TurboTax tax after i don't think i was supposed to say that either but anyways i would just type there and just put that after it and we would figure it out together you know what i mean it's just like me because i mean I, and i would always my favorite line was like i'm actually just product support i'm not a tax consultant okay. um so you would have to speak with a live tax advisor as much as i want to help you i can't tell you what to put and where to put it i can just show you where to find it mm-hmm. but um there's only certain questions i can answer because I'm not licensed mm. you know and it's like if you have the live version of this product then you already have access to one so I'm going to show you how to get to them and I would just pass them off girl I was like Look, <laughs> I'm just passing you off
0: so okay question with the full-time job are you going to then have to become like a licensed Person, no, or are you because gonna be-
1: I'm not even going to be working for the tax company anymore. Oh, okay. Because So the company I work for, they're kind of like they have clients, yes. right? Like kind of how you have different customers mm-hmm. that like you're their source. Yeah. So they kind of have different clients and so these clients, so like these major companies will go to them mm-hmm. and be like, hey, like can you staff this for
0: oh, us? Oh, you know what? This mm-hmm. reminds me of the other jobs that I had done before, like the roadside assistance job and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. That's so, very cool.
1: Yeah, so now I'll be working with something about like Health insurance, but like my role obviously won't be anything to do with like selling things. I'm just making sure people know about what products mm-hmm. and seeing if they want to like upgrade or downgrade. And then, like, people I think something they said, like, making sure they just have they know about different features and things they can do. Like, oh, just so you know, now you can have it sent straight to this pharmacy, okay? You know, like type, type shit,
0: okay? But they yeah. did tell me
1: they were like, you know, that tax job they're like that assignment is crazy so they're like if you if y'all made it through that like this is literally gonna be a walk in the park so I was like work beautiful right okay. and then my low um which is just like an everyday kind of thing is that I've just been feeling like my body hasn't been feeling great and I think mm-hmm. I just need to I haven't really been taking care of it mm-hmm. um taking so, care of it
0: in what sense like not eating right not sleeping yeah I think basically what I've it. been
1: ingesting I think I've been drinking too much mm-hmm. um I think I've not been eating properly because I've been working, like, when I was working at taxing, I was working, like, 10-hour shifts, and, I mean, if I didn't eat before, which sometimes I wouldn't feel like it, depending right. on what my hours were, and then, and I'm not a breakfast eater anyway, so if I would, my, if my shift started at 10 that day, I'm not gonna eat before that, most likely. I might, like, make a snack on my, like, little 15 before lunch, and then it's, like, sometimes when lunch would come around, I would just want to lay down or... I would eat, but I wouldn't eat right. I would eat junk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like chips and a kind bar and like a soda. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And then I'm working for 10 hours and then I get off and then I'm like, I don't even have an appetite no more. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Damn sure. I don't feel like cooking anything.
1: Right. So I'm just like, I need to really take better care of my body mm-hmm. um, because I just don't, I just feel like my body's telling me something's off. You know what I mean? so that's my low
0: okay well listen to your body and start taking care of it because honey it will break down on you
1: (laughs) yeah i know and i have to remember too like i'm getting older yes you know, like
0: we don't bounce back like we used to. Yeah, okay? you can't at just, all. I hit my knee earlier in my car and I was on the phone with my mom and I was like, oh, my God, I just hit my knee. And she was like, be careful. I was like, yeah, because I'm old now. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to bounce back like it used to.
1: Yeah, seriously. I'm going to be sore for the next week. Yeah, I had a hangover <laughs> the other day and it was so bad. Like, literally, I spent the entire day because um, right now I'm waiting on my next assignment to start. Um, and I was just like, literally the whole day I was like, I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. (laughs) Like literally my phone would ring and it would be like my friends. I would immediately like roll my eyes. I was just like, this used to not happen to me like all day, (laughs) all day. And I'm sure I'm probably going to, pretty, probably going to feel like shit tomorrow too. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: I was just like, "Mm -mm. Mm -mm."
0: yeah, getting older ain't cute, Lord. It's not. So I'm not here for that. Right.
1: But Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. A blessing and a curse.
0: (laughs) Right. Because, you know, don't stop me from getting older. I'd love to continue aging, but, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So highs and lows.
0: Okay. Great. So for this week, I know we were talking a little bit before we started recording, but um, I really wanted to talk about taking risks, Mm -hmm. right? Because I feel like a lot of what goes on in life and a lot of the opportunities that we find ourselves missing out on or... That we maybe say, oh, I would have been so great for that. Is I just feel like we don't put ourselves out there enough. We don't mm-hmm. take the risk. We're too busy being like, well, what if I look stupid? What if I don't mm-hmm. do this right? What if it's not perfect? All these different doubts start to come into play. So I'm, I'm and I know that I recently have tried to take more risks in my life. Okay. For instance, um, I'm, I'm probably, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the show before, but I'm interested in reviving my voiceover career. Um, and so I like made myself a, a demo, a DIY demo. I sent it to an agent. I, I'm setting up like a fiber profile and I'm just doing this to try and take the step. Right. Because I'm, I'm not a super professional. I haven't gotten a bunch of gigs. I haven't gotten right. a bunch of work from it, but I believe in myself and I'm, I'm willing to take those first couple steps to at least get my name out there, get my, get my, you know. My foot in the door so my question to you is what do you think was the last time you took like a major risk and how did it pan out
1: um hmm. that's a really good question i'm trying <laughs> to think about the last time i took a major risk like a gamble i mean in a weird way i feel like accepting that seasonal job was kind of a gamble yeah because I knew going in that it had the potential to last for like a couple weeks and be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided to do it anyway. And then it was also one of those things where I was like, I'm gonna have to kind of like spend money to make money, mm. which was a huge That's risk. Always tough. Because yeah. it's like I don't have <laughs> money to spend because I don't have a job. So like the little bit of money I do have, like, we've really gotta keep her like secure. Um, but they were like, there was like certain equipment that they didn't provide mm-hmm. that I would need to do the job, and I was just like, Lord, like, what if I do this and I buy this shit, and then in a couple weeks they're like, all right, thank you so much. If we need anything, like, we'll keep you like <laughs> right. on file. And like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Out, yeah. And then it's like I've stopped my search a little bit, like or I've lightened up on my my job search because I'm like, okay, I'm good for right now. Like, you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. a very scary thing, but I just took the leap because I was like. I don't know. That's not really me betting on myself. I would just kind of just, I don't know, took a risk because I just, I don't know. I just did.
0: Now, do you think on, or I guess overall, would you say that you're more risk-averse? Like, do you try and avoid risk? Do you try and, like... Because I know for me, I am pretty risk-averse. I try and, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: go with the safe bet, I will say.
1: Um, I think it depends on, like, what area we're talking about. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Generally speaking, I kind of welcome a risk because I just, you just never know how things are going to pan out. So it's like, I don't know. It's just like, that's the whole point of it being a risk, I guess. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it could go great. I mean, it could go horrible. Right. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's but, the part that I'd
0: be like, oh, it could, it could very well go horribly. It could. Like, that's you know? a very, it's like a 50% chance it could be horrible. Yeah.
1: I think one of the most common risks, um, is like in relationships, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, tr- like when you're meeting somebody, I feel like that whole thing is a risk. Yeah, that's you know what true. I mean? It really like, is. like so outside of like what I just said. I think the biggest risk was like getting into a relationship.
0: Yeah. I Okay. I, I guess I could see that. Um, that's always a scary risk because mm-hmm. you. I mean, honestly, because especially with a relationship, you just feel like it can only go so many ways.
1: Right. And I feel like most of the time you don't really find out who the person really is until you're in the relationship. Yeah. It's very, very rare. Like, even if you've been talking for a while, you know, it's very rare that... And even if you have been talking for a while and you you decide not to get into the relationship, by that time, just by doing that, that was a risk because by that time, you already have certain feelings mm-hmm. attached to them, and then you find out who they really are, and if that's not who you thought they were or needed them to be, then it's like, damn, now I'm hurt.
0: Right, and another <laughs> another kind of sort of risky thing is like... Yes, even entering in the relationship is a risk in it, in, it, in and of itself. But like you said, you don't really know the person until you're in it. And I feel like a lot of times you don't even know who they are, even when you're in it until after a bit of time. Mm-hmm. So you've already put in, you know, mm-hmm. six months to a year in the relationship and then you're just not figuring out, okay, okay, who is this person really on a day-to-day basis? Is this someone I could be with long-term or not? Or is this just, you know, a hit it and quit it type situation. What is this? So, right, yeah, that's another risk. You, you risk wasting your time i mean i don't want to say wasting your time i feel like that's a little harsh yeah because i mean you learn lessons yeah if nothing else (laughs) yeah so yeah (laughs) but but yeah yeah that's definitely risky what about you um yeah like i said i'm pretty risk averse Mm -hmm. i i not the greatest at Putting myself out there, taking a risk, trying to, because I like to think of all the possible outcomes and Mm -hmm. that's just how my mind works. You know, I'm very much like, okay, what is A, B, and C? And if B and C look a little shaky and only A is a good option, then I'm kind of like, is it worth it? Because two out of three of these end results are bad. So, um, yeah, but I'm trying to do better. Like I said, I'm trying to just kind of do better because at the end of the day, you're not going to get anything new. By doing the same thing that you've always done. That's true.
1: If nothing um, changes, nothing changes. Exactly.
0: So I'm, that's why I'm just trying to be a little bit better about it, one step at a time. You know, baby steps. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more adventurous, put myself out there more, take more of a risk. Even though that is that is difficult.
1: Um, this reminds me of a book that I read. You may have read it too, but it's by Shonda Rhimes, and it's called The Year of Yes.
0: Oh, I so I started reading that or I started listening to it on the audiobook, but I never finished it.
1: It's so good. It's pretty it's like it's so good. Um it's kind of funny, too. But so you kind of know the premise. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to the listeners who might not know it, basically Shonda Rhimes um super successful um producer and show creator. Um, known for like Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Crossroads. Right. Oh my God. Crossroads. I always forget that was her. Like, I always gotta throw that in there. Literally, always forget. Don't that was forget. Her. Don't
0: sleep on Shonda, y'all.
1: But yeah, so she um, was talking about how she basically just kind of plays it safe and mm-hmm. doesn't like to really like like go out on a whim or yeah. go out on a limb or really like just put herself anywhere like outside of her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so one day she decided that she was going to just say yes to everything. In, like in a situation where she would normally say no, which is that most of the time she was going to say yes. And she was going to accept the invitation to like, you know, do whatever. And she just kind of talks about like how, how much she learned through that. And like the, some of the rewards from it and you talking about you kind of like to, you know, avoid risk taking kind of just made me think of that book.
0: Yeah. I-, I feel like I should go and finish that book. Cause I did really enjoy it. I think I just, you know, I think it just expired and I never renewed it, but yeah, I, I, Want to kind of follow her lead in that? I don't know if I would say yes to everything, right? But uh, I want to. I want to get to a place where I'm saying yes way more than I'm saying no. Yeah. So, um, I it's interesting. <laughs> I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. And I mean, I feel like you know, you are saying like you know, you've already you submitted to mm-hmm. the voice over, voice acting, voice over. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Yeah, same thing. Okay, you submitted to that. Like that's a huge thing that's a yeah, risk like it's that's definitely big. a risk
0: so i'm and i feel really nervous about it like my stomach is full of butterflies i'm like oh my mm-hmm. god like what am i doing but that's probably that's a good thing like mm-hmm. you know i need to do things that push me that help me grow that you know because unfortunately things won't just fall in your lap like <laughs> as much as i want it to it's like i just kind of want the perfect job to fall in my lap mm-hmm. i want the perfect relationship to mm-hmm. fall in my lap i want the perfect house and the perfect life to just kind of fall in in my life, yeah. but that's just not how it works. Right. Nothing works
1: without work. I know. I feel the same way. I'm like, I've done enough.
0: I'm tired. Like,
1: I'm so a bitch tired.
0: is tired. Can things just kind of <laughs> come to me, pan please? out
1: for me? Like, you're telling me I have to create a plan, and then not only do I have to create, I have to execute it. Like, yeah. no.
0: This reminds me of like the episode <laughs> in Sex in the City where. Um, who was it? I think it was Charlotte who was complaining. She because I think she was looking for. Her, she was always looking for her man. If y'all have never seen that, she was always looking for mm-hmm. her husband, and she was just like, "Oh my God, I've been dating since I was 16. I'm tired. Where is he? Right, and girl, I get that. Yeah,
1: like, oh, yeah. No, that's real.
0: Like, how long am I gonna have to work until things just are good forever? Yeah. You mean for you mean I gotta work forever? This is the right. worst deal ever. Who decided this was awful? Seriously, <laughs> who came up with this business model?
1: Right, seriously, it does feel sometimes like a bit of a hamster wheel. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's just kind of like I'm ready to get the fuck off of this ride because like I should be there by now like why are we still traveling I don't understand
0: and I feel like every (laughs) I feel like everyone has these has these big dreams inside of themselves that maybe only they know or maybe only a select few people know but they don't end up doing it because they're like okay well I got to do my nine-to-five and then after my nine-to-five I gotta Mm -hmm. go home take care of my kids or take care of my family or take care of my dog or whatever it is there's just always some excuse not to do it and it's like I've been in that for so long and now I'm just at the point where I'm like, I'm 30, okay? I ain't gonna do nothing but get older. Yeah. So if I want, and now is the perfect time. Everyone always says that. Now is the perfect time. You're not married. You don't have any kids, which is true. So if I'm gonna make any sort of major life change, if I'm gonna try and shake shit up and be that boss badass bitch that say I wanna be, then now is the time to do it. I've gotta just kinda like stop bullshitting, stop putting excuses, stop saying I'm tired and just, go just start making moves whether they're good whether they're bad and that was kind of my whole deal with fiverr i was like i want something that's i don't want to call it low stakes but i'm going to call it low stakes because you know you can someone could pay me five dollars to do something so that's kind of low right i wanted something low stakes that i can just kind of put out there fast that Mm -hmm. way if i make some mistakes or if it's not that great It's okay. And at least I've already made those mistakes. And it's like, okay, the worst thing I was thinking was, what if it's not perfect? Okay, it's not perfect. Great. You've already done it. You've already already done it. So now you can just keep getting better. But I was so focused on, oh, I want to be perfect. I want it to, I want everything to look exactly right. I want everything to sound exactly right. I want everything to just be perfect. And that's just the enemy of progress.
1: Yeah, seriously. And it's so, it's just such an unrealistic Yeah. Thing and honestly, that thought is kind of I feel like based out of fear. It is, you know it totally I mean? is, and it's easy to easy to use that as a crutch yep. of like, oh, like I want this to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to make sure I know exactly what I'm doing. Yep. But honestly, you're not, going, you're not to going to until you start doing you're it. Not going and you're not You're not going to. Like you, you have to accrue that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't accrue that if you're not putting in the work.
0: And I feel like no one knows what they're doing. And if you're being really real, you know, like no mm-hmm. matter what job, no matter what. Stage in life mm-hmm. everybody's just kind of faking it mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they kind of like kind of fake it well enough they're like okay i mean i got through that maybe i can get through this mm-hmm. so i should just start faking it like you know yeah. what I'm saying? i should just be like all right i'm gonna be out here and i was i was actually watching a youtube video last night where i was watching this guy who does voiceover and he was just talking about how the steps you need to take to make your first 100 dollars because he was like he was like once you make that first couple 100 dollars first couple dollars off of it and you're like, wow, someone thinks that I'm good enough to actually pay me. Mm-hmm. If, he was like, if there's one person out there who's good enough to pay me, there's probably a second person out there who's willing to pay me. Yeah, And then so on and so forth. And you just kind of keep building it. And then as you go, you're like, okay, maybe that first person who paid me $5, like it wasn't the best, but they they thought it was good enough. Right. So then the next person who pays like $5, it'll be better quality. And then the next person will pay 10 and then so on and so forth. So I'm just trying That's a really to good way of looking at it. Yeah. I was like, when he when he was saying that, I was like, okay, that really makes sense. And he was also saying, like, you know, in this market, you know, there's probably millions of voiceover artists. And he was like, I'm not the best voice out there. You know, I'm I'm sure there are plenty of people who have voices that are better than mine, who have setups that are better than mine, equipment, home studios, everything better than mine. But I still make a great living mm-hmm. off this. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's enough room for all of us to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Period. They might be better, but they can't voice over everything. You know? And I just really feel like there's enough work out there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just too much for one person. Or there's just mm-hmm. too much for 10 people. There's mm-hmm. too much for even 100 people. Yeah, seriously. So... The work will be there. The work is there. There is space for you. If you're having any doubts or feeling like, I don't know, the, the market's so saturated. Everybody's doing this or everybody has a YouTube channel. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody right. has a restaurant. Who cares? Right. Who cares? They can't feed the world. Right. They can't. And everyone everybody's in the world's not, not, not gonna. You. Yeah. Everyone's mm-hmm. not going to want to watch their thing. Maybe your thing is different because you're you. So yeah, exactly. That's really what I'm just trying to like put in my head and tell myself to get me to just do the damn thing, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: And one thing I uh, think it's interesting that you were talking about earlier was you were saying, like, you know, if you're 30, like, the time is now to make some shake kind of sort of thing, like, uh, to be that person you want to be. And I was actually talking to um, one of my best friends, yes, no, a couple days ago, anyways, and he was telling me he's 33, and he was telling me about how, like, you know, he has an established career, Mm -hmm. he's fine, but he was like, every couple of years I get to this point where I'm like, what's going on? What am I doing? Yeah. Like, what's the next step? Am I doing enough? You know, like, sure. I'm taking care of, I guess, like, you know, I have, I have an established career and like, I'm not hurting for anything. My finances are in order. He's like, but I'm just feel like something's missing. And there's something that I'm supposed to be doing that I'm not like, I'm basically like, this is not my peak. Mm-hmm. So what am I, what What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. And, um, I was talking to another friend, um, about how it just feels weird when you hit, like, you know, your thirties, because it just feels like, you know, everything should be in order, but it's not. Um, And I was like talking to my mom and how that can be very, very discouraging because like you're trying to like figure that out and you feel like your time has kind of already came. And like I was Mm -hmm. talking to my mom about that and she was like, you have more of your life in front of you than you have behind you. And she was like, even if you went to school right now, like, you know what I mean? Because I want to look into counseling. Mm -hmm. So even if you went to school right now, she was like, you could – Still do that and work in your field. Maybe even one day get your own, you know, practice. And you could do that for like thirty years. Like thirty years from now, you'll only be sixty. 60? Yeah, and it's like, not old. Can, that is not old. You can do. It's not
0: realistically. Like I feel like on average people live to be about what eighty. So even yeah. if you were sixty, you still have twenty more years of life mm-hmm. after that. Like
1: yeah, and it's like <sighs> it really is doable. And when she put that, when she said that to me, and put that, it put it into perspective. Like. You're right. She's like, it's not like you're trying to do this at my age. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my mom's like sixty four or something like that. She's like, it's not like you're trying to, it's not like you're trying to get started at my age. She's like, That would be like I would see that. She's like, But you're literally you're you're thirty one. Like it's not too late to get started. Yeah. Because again, you have more to look forward to than you have already lived. You it's know? true.
0: That's very true. That's a very good way of looking at it. Um yeah. it's funny because I was actually just talking to my mom today and we were talking about kids <laughs> because um One of my friends is pregnant. Another one of my friends just celebrated her daughter's first first birthday. And I I was just talking to my mom and I was like, you know, thinking about them and just thinking about the cousins that I have on her side of the family. I was like, wow, me and my sister are the only ones Mm -hmm. without kids. Like even thinking on like my stepdad's side, his kids have kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're the only one. Me and her it's like we looking at each other like, "Hey, girl, who's gonna you gonna get? No, and me, no." So right, and it, but it, it's like I don't want to rush off and just have a kid, you know?
1: Right, definitely. Because I was telling my that.
0: mom, I was like, why, "Why would I? Why wait until I'm 30 just to become a baby mama? <laughs> just to be like, all right, I just." said forget it let's just let's just do it you know like no yeah (laughs) if i was gonna do that i told her if i was gonna do that i should have did that seven years ago Mm -hmm. if i was gonna be a baby mama i should have did that i should have did that about a decade ago Mm -hmm. so since i didn't since i'm you know (laughs) still with my eggs i'm i'm (laughs) just gonna wait so yeah Yeah. and
1: i don't know the kids thing that's so weird because i feel like it's people have the wrong idea of like the timeline you know what i mean and people always are like i want kids by this age but it's like i don't think you need to be picking it that you like doubling down on making sure you have them by a certain age because also one thing is that you're never you're always on time this is your life this is your journey it's true you're never late how are you late to your own story you know what i mean it's true so it's like first of all like the time the timeline and that's for really anything like you'll get there when you're supposed to be there when you're ready to be there you know what i mean as long as you do the work i get that but also people need to really be focusing on who they're having kids with
0: that part though that you part. know what i mean because people do just run off and have kids with any old body and then you'd be sitting around struggling or you sitting around acting right. like why he don't do right well because you you went off look and you had you ba- right look who you chose <laughs> which is another reason why i'm like i'm not just gonna run off and just have somebody's baby like no <laughs> no why would i do why would i put myself through that right no but I understand what you're saying and I, I definitely agree, but I kind of, I also kind of disagreed just slightly because I just don't want to be an old mom. I yeah,
1: don't, I don't want I to be an old that. mom and
0: I'm already 30. So right. it's like, okay, I still got to meet this man. We got to mm. date. We got to what? fall in love. Mm-hmm. We got to get married. Mm-hmm. We got to maybe have at least a year of being just married. I don't want to just run off and get pregnant. So then you got to do that. So it's like when you think about all that time that's going to take to do all that. Yeah. If I'm popping out a baby at forty, I'm going to really be like, listen, no, I'm not. I'm just not trying to do that. You know? Yeah, I'm
1: not trying to be like 60. i I'm not trying to be. Yeah, now.
0: I'm not. So for high school. So <laughs> that's the only reason why I'm kind of why I feel like my biological clock is ticking just a smidge. Just like mm. it's like, hey, girl, <laughs> all right, you're getting up there. If you want to do this, which you say you do. Yeah, I feel that too a little
1: bit. I <laughs> feel like. It is a thought when you get older because, like you said, I don't. If I had a baby today, born today, like I'll be 41 when they're 10. Yeah. Like that's not old, but if it had a baby at 40, I'd be 51 when they're 10. When they're 10. When they're 10. You know what I mean? And And it's just kind of like.
0: I don't want somebody to be like, oh, is that your grandma? And they'd be like, no, (laughs) that's my mom. Like. Which I don't think that would happen, you know, black don't crack. But like,
1: right, right. But
0: still, still. Yeah. So, especially, whatever, but still. So, yeah. um, That's tough. But also, like you said, it'll happen when it happens. It'll happen mm-hmm. in the right time. hmm So.
1: For sure. Yeah. Mm, that's so crazy. And then, I don't know, also being gay, just like, I'm stuck on this kid's thing right now. But, like, I'm just like, I have to also figure out how I'm going to have yeah. these kids. You know what I mean?
0: So, what do you think you would... What do you think would be the first choice route, I guess? For surrogacy me... Surrogacy or, like, adoption or what?
1: For me personally, I think adoption. Yeah. I think adoption, but it would depend on whoever becomes my husband. Mm-hmm. It depends on, like, obviously they have to weigh in too. Because yeah. I'm fine with any option. I'm fine with surrogacy. I'm fine with adoption. Um, I'm fine with even, like, fostering, like, to adopt. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just in my mind because it just seems... The most feasible and also one thing one of my sisters says is that she doesn't really think she wants to have children but if she ever did decide she wanted to have children she doesn't want it to be like a biological process like she was like there's already so many kids here it's true like why do I need to like pop out another one that's true you know what I mean she's like I would just probably go through adoption in the rare chance that you know I would decide to become a mother she mm-hmm. was like I would go through adoption you know, and I was just like, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like, there are, like, kids here. And it's like, you're going to be my child either way in my eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And our bond is going to be the same either way. So it's like, I don't need you to necessarily look just like me or, like, I mean, even though that is cool to see, like, little quirks and, you know, things like that. I was about that, to
0: say, but that's kind of one of the things I'm looking forward to. being yeah. Like, oh my God, like, yeah. <laughs> you get that from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. I totally
1: get that. But that's not a huge thing yeah you know what I mean yeah, yeah. From, from I think I'm looking forward to or anything I think I just want to be a dad because I really I think even more so than I want to have kids I just want to be a dad mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I think that's really where my heart is like I really want to to be a dad I think like I just I just do yeah I don't know how to really explain it I mean
0: you don't gotta explain it
1: yeah Yeah. so
0: uh that's a whole other thing, though. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> having kids is a whole—it's a whole other thing. Like, I'm not. Um... Right. <clears throat> <Mm-mm. laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't know you wanted kids, though.
0: Yeah, I do. I actually, I wanted two. Okay. But it's going to depend on how old I'm when I have the first one. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm 35, that's all you're getting. Sorry. <laughs> Just oh, the
1: one. Man. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never so, know. Yeah,
0: you never know. But you know. It'll never happen if you don't take the risk, if you don't, like, Mm -hmm. put yourself out there to meet people and fall in love and all that.
1: Exactly. Exactly. To take those opportunities, because even with the adoption thing, I'm like, okay, but, like, anybody can't just adopt. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to have to have certain credentials about yourself and, like, be a good fit, and they're going to look at certain things. So it's like you need to be in a place where you're financially able to take care of a kid. Because if you were just, like, able to naturally have a kid... It doesn't matter what your credentials are. Exactly. You know what I mean. Anybody because, checking like, your
0: credentials, they just be like, "All right,
1: well, I guess you're pregnant." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> guess you have a kid. Which they
0: should. They should check credentials. You're like, wait a minute, are you fit to have kids? Are you like, because you've got like twelve already? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have another one.
1: Right. You Maybe think? not. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm like, okay, I got to get all that together too, and just like, I don't know. Hopefully, whoever becomes my husband will have more than enough. Yeah. So that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know I don't know if we said it on the show or if we said it when we were talking a little bit before the show about having to work and um like damn I I think it was on the show. Um about, like, I don't want it. I just want it to follow my lap. I yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I lap. want it to follow my lap. <laughs> and so I'm like, hopefully, like, whoever becomes my husband, like, we'll just be super, super, like, we'll make more than enough for both of us. And then I can just be like, I mean, I don't really have to do anything. Like, That's the dream. You know, you know? If I work, it's my choice. <laughs> you know? It's a labor I of love. follow my passion projects. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping for that, but I'm not, can't bank on that. Right, I was like, don't bank on that, though, but, you That's know. It's not a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs>
0: Um, speaking of risks, um, I think one of the major risks risks that I have coming up is I'm trying to buy a house.
1: Oh, yeah. Which I think I've mentioned on the
0: show before, but if I have not, I'm trying to buy a house. Um, and I'm nervous about it because it's just me, single female, mm-hmm. trying to buy this house on her own. And I don't want like a condo. I don't want a townhouse. I want a single family home. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's going to add a little extra bit of complication but
1: and you for sure want it here in Georgia yeah
0: yeah I think so I think so because while I do want and love to travel Mm -hmm. I mean I feel like this is my home I don't really know any other place and even if you know what I will say I feel like at the very least this is where I want to be for the next five to ten ish years okay at least based here you know I could I could go somewhere else and like stay there for a couple months or whatever but home will be here at least for the next five to ten years so that's why i think it makes sense for me to buy property here mm-hmm. now in the event that i blow up and become mega famous and mega rich then we'll have property all over right you know? we'll be like nelly we'll be pimping all over the world period but for now okay i got you and i feel like that's just a it's a, it's scary um it's something i've never done before it's a, certainly a the, biggest financial responsibility I'm going to try and strap to myself since well since the car purchase (laughs) that was a pretty big financial burden to strap on my back but yeah so it's scary I'm just in the process now where I'm like trying to get my credit in order and trying to save for the down payment but I'm nervous but I'm I'm also hopeful and I'm also excited about the idea of that.
1: Mm-hmm. And also, I was gonna say like you're, you're scared, you're nervous, or it's scary, you're nervous. It's, but that's how it's supposed to feel. Yeah, like it's supposed to be scary, yeah. and you're supposed to be nervous. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, you know, that's that's exactly how it's supposed to be. So which you is know. kind of like reassuring in a sense. Yeah, because you know, it's not like something's off. It's like it's supposed to feel that way. It's
0: supposed to be. It's it's going to be a stressful process. Like it's it's
1: it's yeah tough yeah
0: but i'm willing to do it and i'm willing to take that risk and and because because i want to own property and i want luna Mm -hmm. to have a backyard to run around in and i want Mm -hmm. to paint my walls whatever i want and then buy furniture that i'm like mm-hmm. no this is my actual furniture this isn't just my transitional furniture that i don't really care about you know
1: oh my god yes <laughs> i want i'm still trying to just work on like living alone period yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm just trying to get to get to that step right now <laughs> but i'm like think about that sometimes i'm like you know when you have roommates it's like it's kind of like a collection of like yeah. all of your you stuff know mm-hmm. you know and i'm like when i do get to that point where i can finally like move out and like have my own place by myself like what am I going to take with me? <laughs> because I'm like, even like I'm looking at, thinking of that couch, like I don't want that shit. You know what I mean? It's just. <laughs> is that your couch? Yeah. That's oh. my contribution. But that couch came from like the Goodwill for like $30 that an old roommate found that I used to live with before I lived here Um, that they found just like on a whim. You know what I mean? I mean. It's th- just transitional furniture.
0: That's how I feel about that red couch. I was like, this is definitely, I got it from the GW. I was like, this is cute for now, but it's red. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what are we, in the dorms? Like, no, like, so, so, um, (laughs) so, yeah, it's just like, okay. I do have a few pieces in in my apartment that are, that are gonna make the move. Yeah. But a lot of it is just kind of like, oh, this is transition. This is just for now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when do you, are you like actively trying to move out on your own?
1: No, girl, because, um... I mean, okay, so job secured. Right. (laughs) So the next thing is securing the car. Yes. So that's where I'm at now. And then once I do that, then I feel like my life will start to feel back on track. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'll have like a little bit more footing. Yeah. And then I'll probably start like even while I'm working a job, I'll probably start looking for like ways to move up within that company, Mm -hmm. depending on how I feel like the job or um, here's another risk, actually. I um want to go back to school.
0: Yes, you um,
1: should. That's a risk that I am, like, really nervous about because, you know, I told you I want to become a counselor, potentially even maybe a licensed therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a cousin who's a licensed therapist, so I called her. She gave me, like, a bunch of information and resources. I'm going to try to, like, look at, you know, look more into those things mm-hmm. and, like, really, really, like, put myself in it. And not just say I'm gonna do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's so hard. It is <laughs> it's so hard to go from because the this intention is, what I want. is there. Yeah, but the execution is
0: not. Because again, everyone gets caught up in the like, oh, I want it to be perfect. I want to know mm-hmm. everything about this mm-hmm. field before I enter into it. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to look like a fool.
1: Yeah, and it's like sometimes you really just have to take the plunge and just dive in. Yep. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, you're never gonna do anything. Mm-mm. You're just gonna sit and sit and sit and sit. You know and yeah, I'm just like, okay, I need to really, really, really... This is actually a really great topic. I'm happy we're having this having this conversation because I really do need to get the ball rolling. Yeah. You know, I need to at least be, like, looking up schools and programs and calling them with the information I got from my cousin. And, like, even I was, like, thinking, like, you know, one thought I had was, like, I mean, Sam, you're kind of a mess, honestly. Like, you're not the most emotionally... Um, you're not the best with sometimes managing your emotions mm-hmm. and choosing the best option. Um, you know what I mean. Um, and you also like have certain areas of your life that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was kind of, like, talking me out of, like, trying to get started now. But then I thought, it's like, okay, that's true. But also, Sam, it's not like you apply to become, like, a counselor today and then the next day you become a counselor. Right. You know what I mean? And then in a couple more days you just become a therapist. Like, it's like, you're going to have to get schooling. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to get education. So while you're getting your shit together, at least you can be getting the educational portion out of it. Yeah. Out of the way. So when those couple years, however long it takes for the schooling to be done, by then you've already worked through all the shit that you needed to do. Exactly. So, like figure out a plan and just do it yep. just do it and stop talking yourself out of it and try, stop trying to find reasons as to why you like can't get started right now
0: and also that just make, make me think like also if you were to go into schooling for it it might even help you learn tips to help you manage your feelings yeah. and manage the things that you have going on because yeah. you're learning like oh wow like this is the these are the tools that we would be teaching potential clients right. or potential you know people who need help I could use this in my own life so yeah exactly it it, it could be a um like a mutually beneficial thing where it's like helping you and helping others at the same time
1: yeah I agree I 100% agree you
0: just got to take that plunge and actually start like Mm -hmm. calling schools and sending out applications and stuff like that because Mm -hmm. let me tell you you can you can know what to do and you're like okay I know what technically the next step is but then you just sit on it For years. Mm -hmm. And years fly by really fast. They do. Let me tell you. Because when I was taking those voiceover lessons, that felt like it was only like, you know, that was just like two years ago. But it was actually in 2018. So that was not two years ago. Right. And time just gets away from you. And so if you don't take action, Mm -hmm. you can sit around and suddenly be like, well, where did my life go? So. Yeah. Please, please, please.
1: Yeah. My mom used to always tell me that. She was like, I feel like she started telling me that when I was around 25. Or so maybe like a little bit younger but she was like sam one day you're gonna look up and you're gonna be 30. she's like and then you're gonna look up again and you're gonna be 40. my, my
0: mom up. she tells me that 40 comes so fast she's like 40 comes so fast and yeah. i was like girl don't tell me that i'm only just now 30. like yeah. wait a minute you mean a decade's gonna pass in the blink of an eye yeah but, but it yeah. Does, it is <laughs> but that yes is what that happens. is accurate <laughs> yeah that's actually what that's happens. the truth so yeah. you gotta you gotta like just take the action whatever whatever it is you want to do in this life Mm-hmm. To me, another thing that also I try and think about whenever I'm trying to talk myself out of something is I try and think about, well, someone else has already done this. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the first person in the world to ever want to like have this kind of career, and I wouldn't be the first person in the world to find success from it. There are so many people that have the same passion and are able to make a career out of it. That should just... Instead of that being like, oh, the market's too saturated. I don't have room. That should make me feel like, oh, well, if they can do it, why can't I do it? Right. I'm just as good as them. Right. Like, I hear them. I'm just as good. I could do I could do that same thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's just really how I feel about most things. Um, and, and, and most things that are deemed hard or undoable or that I just kind of get any sort of anxiety around. I just try and remind myself that other people have done this other people have found success you could be another one of those people because why not you're willing to work you're willing to try and you have those people
1: as an example too you might even learn something from from those people exactly you know
0: and honestly being willing to try i feel like you're already ahead of Mm -hmm. a bunch of people who just sitting around be like i wish
1: right true And sometimes it's important just to do it because along your journey, you're going to acquire information just from being in the room. Mm -hmm. Because the more you work towards your goals, the more aligned you'll be. And then as you start moving, you'll meet other people who are also trying to work on the same thing as you. And you're going to learn so much more just by being in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you'll never be in the room if you don't actually start moving yourself towards that. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: 100% agree. 100% agree. So... So the next time we have our show, I'm gonna ask you like, okay, so Sam, what have you done about school? Wise? School. What have you done? Like, what 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 moves have been made? What's the tea? Okay, we'll do. So I want you to have some sort of like tangible <laughs> progress that we can talk about, and then you feel, you can feel free to ask me how voiceover is going, right? Because I. I'm going to do my best not to just lay this down by the wayside and right. <laughs> and forget about it. Because it's it's just so easy to, like, get caught up in work and being like, I'm tired.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. work will really, I mean, they really be stealing your whole day. And maybe yeah. like, okay, now you either can do something before work or you can do something after work or both. But you be like, damn, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. But you kind of got to. Yeah. Kind of have to. So it's just about finding something worth it. She' like I know I'm tired, but i'm I'm still gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it tired.
1: mm, damn, I'm just gonna do it tired. yeah, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> a word
0: <laughs> so there it
1: is. Well shit, on that note, I have nothing else to add. period, okay, well, guys, I guess we'll wrap it up here. um thanks for staying around with us and listening. To so each of our episodes We appreciate y'all so much We
0: really, 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 really do And we're working towards getting some more things for you guys So just stay tuned And please, please join us next week Where you'll get another episode of Adulting Unscripted mm-hmm. As always, I'm your girl, Lady Q
1: And I'm your boy, Sam And we out Peace Peace